Hello, my darling. Welcome to the My Own Mama podcast, where we learn to be the best caregiver we always deserved to ourselves. I believe the purpose of life is to connect, learn, and contribute. To connect to ourselves, others, and the world around us. To learn curiously and openly and have the courage to grow. And to contribute by finding our peace, joy, passion, and purpose to fill our cups so it overflows for others. The world needs feminine, transformative, healing, loving energy now more than ever. Let's expand it just by being here together in this safe space. You are safe with me, my darling, and I am trusting that I am safe with you. Welcome to My Own Mama. Why sit back and just say, it's okay, it's it's not a big deal. Why minimize what is actually going on when you can actually do something about it to make it better? Hello, mamas. <laughs> it is podcast number five. Number five. My power number. And Whitney is here with me, my soul friend, oh. Whitney. And five, I don't know if I told you this, Wit, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to post any podcasts until I had five recorded because I wanted to post one every week mm-hmm. and prove that I could do it and like that the creativity would come. Would come. Right? Love that. So Love it. how perfect is it <laughs> that you are my number five? I am honored. Right before I leave for Texas and Mama Mondays, it's going to be Mama Mondays. Oh, I love that. My first Monday in Texas will be my first post. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love that. Right? Love it. (laughs) Like coincidence? (laughs) I think not. I think not. (laughs) And like, did we not joke about when we were walking and stuff on our walks about how you and I should have a podcast? Salt and pepper. Because I'm always wearing white, she's always wearing black. Absolutely. And... Here we are. Yeah. Podcast five. Power number. That's right. Ready? That's right. For Texas on Monday. On Monday. On Monday. Well, leaving Saturday, but yeah. Podcast Monday. Mama Monday. And that'll give you a couple days to settle in. Yes. Adjust. Yes. (sighs) Breathe. It's it's a deep breath. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic. And I cannot wait to listen to your podcast while you're away. Because I'll miss you so much. girl. You know what? It's crazy because I feel like every week, honestly, Mm -hmm. this whole summer, because we've met pretty much every week. Every week. Except for maybe two. Two two times. That we missed and we were like going through withdrawals. (laughs) And then we were like, oh. (laughs) Just start like twitching on on the Tuesday that we don't get together. Um... But whole summer. It just feels like every week there's so much like to update you on. Yes. And Agreed. now that I'm gonna be in Texas, like there's gonna be even more. One hundred percent. So it's kind of crazy. It's wild. That this podcast is gonna be like a weekly adventure log kind of. Absolutely. I'm gonna be listening in like every single Monday. Oh my on gosh. my walk. And I would be like, oh when is she posting? You'd be like, I'm famous, I want a podcast. Like, no, she's posting. <laughs> no one's listening, so it's perfect. Voice. We can yes. just talk exactly about whatever. Absolutely. Oh, 
100%. It's kind of crazy because when I first started the podcast, I just Mm -hmm. knew, like, I've been cultivating, like, you know, filling my cup and overflowing. Absolutely. And that's been kind of, like, the outpour of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the the significance of the 17th and how that felt like almost a labor and and then my own mama felt like the birth after. Absolutely. That's exactly... Did the release exactly mm-hmm. that's when I made the website that's when I was like I'm buying a microphone like I Absolutely. am letting this go and I have so much more space 100%. to give and I wasn't a hundred percent sure what it would turn into mm-hmm. other than like I just have love to give <laughs> you have so much love to it's give are you kidding love. me so much love to give and you are the most inspiring gem I have Oh Ever my gosh. You, the growth that you have had just in this past summer, and it's, I feel honored and so special to be able to witness it all summer long because it's just insane how much you've grown since the day that I met you. What was it? Uh, April 28th? Yeah. yeah <laughs> April 28th. April 28th. Yeah. And every week, just you know, going up and down and it's been such an emotional roller coaster ride for you and I'm mm. so proud of you for just pushing through. You have a goal and you're gonna crush it. And I am so excited for your next adventure. Girl, you're gonna do amazing things because anything you set your mind to you can absolutely achieve. Oh my god absolutely achieve it. Do you see doing it. Do you see everyone? Why me and Whitney are so friends? <laughs> like this girl is my love. You're I've my told love. you from the beginning, if you were the reason that me and Jack, like if I had to break up with Jack to meet you, it was worth it. Oh my God. I said it from the beginning. You're my soulmate. And we were talking about this forever. over dinner forever. Yesterday or the other, the other day when we got together about you, you were like soulmates, you know, there's different levels. Like you can be totally in love with someone. I'm like, I'm totally in love with you. And you're like, there's sexual relationship. I'm like, okay, well we haven't taken it that far, but, but the emotional connection, the emotional, mental, spiritual beyond the universe is orgasmic. Let's it just is. say that. And there you go. So on that level, it is a sexual <laughs> level. <laughs> Soul friend. Yes. Soulmate. And that is where I wanted to start with you, my lovely. Yes. Our story. Our story. I love our story. I've told you our love story multiple times. Yes. But I want to hear from your perspective. (laughs) Like, what's our story? Okay. What's our meat cute? Our our which? Our meat cute. Our meat cute. Have you heard of that? (laughs) No. It's like when two characters in a movie meet for the first time. And it's cute. It's cute. I guess. I've never heard that term. I like. Have you seen the movie The Holiday with Kate Winslet? I have not. Oh. That's where it's from. You were about to think that I was about to say yes. I uh, yes, I was. And that's my favorite Christmas movie. Oh I was trying gosh. to figure out what it was. It's the holiday. Okay, so in December, you yes. have to plan a time to get together and watch it. 100%. Because you're going to be back at the beginning of December. And what's your so favorite? Hmm, I really love Elf. Oh, you're an elf girl, are you? <laughs> you little Zoe Deschanel. I really love it. For a visual for the listeners, my Whitney girl looks like Zoe Deschanel, and I never realized it until you mentioned that movie. Really? A hundred percent. Wow. Oh my god. So Elf. Okay, Elf and the yeah. Holiday. I like Elf. It's happening. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of good Christmas movies, yeah. but The Grinch is a classic. Yeah, of course. Of course, you have to watch The Grinch. Yeah. 
but no Christmas talk. It's October yes. okay. slash Fall. whatever month it is by the time <laughs> yeah. this posts. But this is how our conversations go, is we just flow. <laughs> we just flow. <laughs> I just have, like, a strict rule to not talk about Christmas unless it's December. And it's funny because I was in the dollar store and I went through the Halloween aisle and then yeah. I saw the Christmas aisle no. and then I saw really nice gift bags and I was like, do I buy? No. 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 It is October. It's too soon. Too early. No. At least post Halloween. After Halloween, yes. it's fine. Yes. I highly agree. That's Halloween has like part of my heart. So me yeah. and my roommates always used to like put on a scary movie. <laughs> it, it's the one night of the year that I will allow it. Yeah. Because I can't. Oh my god! I cannot uh, not yeah. allow it. Like they can watch whatever they want, but I just won't stay and right. traumatize myself. It, it could be frightening. Yeah, <sighs> absolutely. I feel like more brave now, mm-hmm. but I think it has to be a certain kind of movie. One hundred percent. You know? Oh, I fully agree. I love scary movies, but I'm like a terrified of the dark. So it does not go hand in hand for me. So will you watch a scary movie for Halloween? Yes, absolutely. Last night I went and saw Smile with a friend and it was absolutely terrifying. It sounds happy. Oh, it was terrifying. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it was actually one of like the scariest movies I've seen in quite some time. Is it like, okay, (laughs) is it demonic? That's the it thing that I can't. Be. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. No, no, because no, they no, like no. take. How could you? T- we grew up believing in that shit, Whitney. I know. I dusted the devil out of the corners of my house. <laughs> so that was that a sage out. Like, oh my god. Okay, so okay, back to our story. <laughs> <laughs> we went on to Christmas and Halloween. Yes, we sure did. I love it. <laughs> so I want to hear you say it. Okay. Look into my eyes. When <laughs> I'll you say look into it. your eyes. <laughs> so it was April twenty eighth. April twenty eighth. Twenty twenty. It's a romantic time. I'm pretty sure that was the date. Yeah. Yeah. And it was honestly a very um, positive, life changing event. That whole course. Oh yeah. Was. So basically, I had been gifted mm. from my two very close best friends, housemates. Also, I was jealous when you said that. <laughs> so she has two best friends? No, I will be her best friend. <laughs> Melissa, Busters. <laughs> Sorry, Pete and Leanne. She's mine. Good day. <laughs> she will be. Watch out. You did steal my heart, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl coming into meditation class. That's right. <laughs> okay, so they gifted it so, to you. Yes, they gifted it to me. And I remember getting out of the car feeling pretty nervous actually yeah i was pretty you know clamshelled in a way but just breathing it out and just saying like just be myself go in there with Mm. confidence um everybody is kind of going to be by themselves everybody's here for the same reason you know it's we're going to be walked through it you know you're not expected to know absolutely everything when you walk in yeah just feeling overall nervousness and as soon as i walked in i specifically remember you there you're wearing your toque. Was wearing, I? You were totally wearing a toque. Oh my god! You were wearing cozy socks, oh. and you just looked so heartbroken, <laughs> cool, <laughs> devastated, in shambles, <laughs> crushing in the corner, <laughs> yeah, crushed, crushed. <laughs> I looked cool. Okay, wow. I mean, you totally did. Wow. You, just, you had this energy about you, right? This whole ambiance surrounding you and immediately no no word of a lie full truth immediately i was like 
she is such a neat individual. She's so, she has such positive energy. She's just a glowing light, right? And oh I was attracted, I was so attracted to you in that way, right? And I remember walking in, we sat next to each other, and then we had to like introduce one another. Yeah. And there were two other people there with us, yeah. and it was just cock blocking us. I told. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how am I supposed to be tight with this girl when there's two other people here that I have to be nice to equally? Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. She's my favorite. <laughs> but I, I just, I loved your persona. I loved your energy. I loved you for who you were right in that moment. I know that sounds crazy. No. But. Wait till you hear my sometimes side. Sometimes you're just attracted to somebody that you see. Yeah. But sometimes you just get that sense, right? Yeah. And with you, it was extremely strong for just like seeing you, yeah. right? And like we judge people based on how we see them, whether we like it or not, mm -hmm. right? Immediately. And I strongly do believe it's based on like somebody's energy, the way that wow. they look at you, the way that they smile, do they interact as soon as you walk in the room, mm. right? Just yeah. with you, I just felt instantly, I was like, know this girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This girl, I like, I absolutely want to connect with. And I don't know how just yet because right? I didn't want to sound crazy being like, yeah. hey, do you want to be my best friend? Like, <laughs> literally, literally. Do you want to just I, like exchange numbers? Yeah. And like hang out? Yeah. Now? Now. And I was I'm like, just coming think meeting the you. thoughts, Jasmine. Don't say them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. So, but how do you do that when you, like, know that you want to be friends with somebody and connect with this person? We were so coy when we, we did totally it. We totally were. <laughs> tell, tell it from your perspective. Okay, so, I remember, I think it was the second. I know it wasn't. It was like the, the fourth. Because you missed yeah. one because you were sick. Yes, I had the COVID monster. You had the vid mm -hmm. on week three. That's right. So you came back week four and I was like, oh, and that's okay. when. Yes, because I had Shoot the car thing. shot. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we were leaving and every single time I was like, oh, I didn't ask her or, oh, I didn't say or no, I didn't like get your number or I didn't. So anyway. And the tension was building. It totally was. <laughs> Absolutely was. <laughs> so yes, then I, I skip a week because COVID. Yeah. Come back. I remember at the end of that class, you had asked me, or I think you said something along the lines of, oh, we should sign up on this board. Because yes. the board was like, if you show up, it was like a competition, not a competition. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, like a chart of how many times chart. you go yeah. per month, right? And we wanted to win a yoga mat. Yes, exactly. And yeah. we had already been there, well, at that point, three or four times. Yeah. So we were able to give that many check marks, right? Yeah. So you were like, oh, let's let's sign up our names there. We <laughs> <laughs> so like slowly walked over yeah. so that we would be we dawdled just there. <laughs> dawdled. Both put our names on this chart, yeah. put our little check marks on. I like slowly I hand slowly. you the pen. <laughs> Let's be the last ones in here. Yeah, slowly say goodbye from like inside the hut. Yeah. Oh, I need to use the washroom. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then finally get outside. Yeah. And then you asked me if I wanted to go for a walk. Yeah. And immediately, like, I couldn't say yes fast enough. I was like, uh, yes. And I was so glad <laughs> because I, I was nervous being, like, the initiator. And I'm so glad that you that you did it. Right. Because I get so nervous being the initiator. And as soon as you did, as soon as you asked, I was just, like, this huge wave Aww. just, like, flew off of me where I was just like, oh, yes, of course. So from my perspective, 
it's very aligned with yours though i'm i'm glad i asked because this was like very flattering like oh, oh my energy i'm cool like, all all of the truth so mm-hmm. for you i i remember i went in first and then you came in yes and your eyes they they were just oh. blue and i was like she i reckon it was almost like i recognized you oh i just immediately felt like drawn to you mm-hmm. and like i'd only imprinted on one other friend of my life oh. and i was like she's gonna be my friend like it just stamped it in oh time oh my gosh i love it and so oh no literally like when we were sitting and talking and stuff like introducing ourselves yeah. i was like how do i get closer to this girl <laughs> because there's other people in the room right i can't just be like yeah. can i have your number yeah because that would be well, I, I, mean, I would have to get have their have number <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. yeah it just i didn't same. know how to make it smooth <laughs> But I just was like, okay, we're going to be together seeing each other every week for six weeks. Yes. We knew that we were in in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to like let it unfold and feel it out when it feels right. Yes. And I kept like (laughs) just feeling like, you know, whenever we would talk about our experience or whatever, you were so... Because in the beginning of the class, we would sum up our week and how meditation was going. Right. And you would just always be so attentive when I was talking oh. and so like encouraging and kind and like nodding along and oh. just like, and same, like when you were talking, I just like really wanted you Absolutely. to feel like I like you, which I totally, I totally recognized as well. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. it's totally mutual. Right. Absolutely. Like, and I felt like that. And literally the first night I came home, I was like, there's a girl, <laughs> Whitney. Oh I love heart. her. I was like, she's going to be my friend. I mark my words. Yeah. I, you could ask my mom and stepdad oh. right now. They knew I had it so out sweet. for Whitney. I was gunning for you. Oh, my heart. I knew it was going to happen. So, yeah, that that night, um, that after class, the one time. I was stalling, saying yeah. like, "Oh, let's let's sign let's up." Sign up. <laughs> and sure enough, we ended up being the yeah. last two in the parking lot. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, like, would you want to go for a walk? Like, are yes. you free?" And that was what you said. Yes. Like, uh, yes. Absolutely. Because I knew you worked like an insane amount, especially at that time. I was still. Oh my god. So much. You're overtime. pretty much working seven days a week during that time. Yeah. For so sure. I'm like, how do I get this girl alone? <laughs> like, where do we hang out? Um, so it just was like, yeah. oh, after class. And we were yeah. right on the friendship trail. Literally called literally, the friendship trail. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> I forgot that. Me too. And it was like sunset. And it was absolutely stunning. How romantic is our friendship? Stunning. Perfection. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It is. This a is beautiful it. Thing. Two souls mm-hmm. freaking colliding. Okay. Literally. And we've made this joke before. Like, we have to wait 30 years of bullshit until we finally got reunited. Like, we were up in the heavens, like, hey, girl, I'll see you down there. Like, yeah, fuck, it might be a while. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 30 years of trauma later. What a flipping. Finally. Oh, my gosh. We get together. Which I'm so, I'm so thankful. Oh my God. And in, right I'm away, so we it. talked about like our signs and like the Taurus yes. and Aries. And I'm like, I need fire energy. That's like right. my psychic said, I need fire energy. That's right. I'm all earth and water. Yeah. I need fire and air. Yeah. And you were my fire girl. We don't know if air is in your sign. It's possible. It is possible. Depends what time you're that. born. 
Still working on that, yeah. Yeah. I need to get to the bottom of that. But it was totally meant to be. 100% meant to be. And I can't imagine not having you in my life. Oh, I have, like, changed my life for the better, and I know that that's, like, a massive statement. However, it's crazy how much light and how much genuine friendship you have brought to my life, and I know that that will just be forever. Okay. Forever. I, and love, okay, change is the only constant. Yes. And love. Yeah. Because time ticks away, things of come course. and go, but love Absolutely. is like a permanent mark. Absolutely. Like, I am a different, better, evolved human having met you mm. and, like, fusing our lives together. Absolutely. And mom is listening, okay? We're getting sappy. <laughs> we are. And we love each other, and you can be jealous. It's fine. But... Mm-hmm. When you're in a space of openness, like, you would be surprised who you attract. You make space for magic to happen. Oh my gosh, yes! Somebody very wise told me that once by the name of Jasmine. Using my advice (laughs) against me. I love it. I love that. Um, I had to use my advice against me, actually, this week when I was so panicked and I had just posted about like confidence and going for what I want and what can stop me and then (laughs) my accommodations fell through and I was like stomped but that's okay yeah because you have to have those lows right yeah appreciate the highs and as long as you learn from something yeah it's not necessarily always a bad thing because if you learned Mm. so much from that experience yeah right and every everything happens for a reason and i'm a strong Mm. believer in that we met each other at the perfect time in our lives which we needed to rely on one another holy crap yes and then so those kind of experiences right your gravitational is falling through literally (laughs) (laughs) three days which is the universe absolutely just like yeah. Messing with you Completely. once again. <laughs> oh my god, he's having fun up there. Let me tell you. First it's Carter. Then the accommodation. They are literally with popcorn. <laughs> and I'm up there, my meta self, being like, it's it's good girl. You got yes, this. You got you this. You got this. But I'm down here being like, what the fucking what fuck? What is going on? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so on our walk, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I we were we are clicking we're vibing we're already like what's yeah. your sign girl baby what's your sign <laughs> and we're just getting along yeah and I got this sense from you in class and on the path mm. that we had similar wounding 100% and you know how I knew 100% oh what gave it away because and it <laughs> takes one to know one don't yes. worry like oh, you're so totally freaking smooth it. it's amazing girl it's amazing where you come from because you are so positive and like just beautiful inside and out which thank you maybe your experience is part of that i mean who knows it's like you're exceptionally empathetic and kind thank you and what the vibes the sense that i got from you which i Mm -hmm. Um, recognized so strongly is almost a, yeah. a, a little bit of an apologeticness, right? A little bit of like, am I taking up too much space? Like, am I being a burden? Oh, yes, a hundred percent. And that's like my mantra, that. right? When yeah. I grew up, I'm a burden. Yeah. And how could you not like, given the circumstances? Yeah. And so right 100%. off the bat, I'm like, girl, what's your relationship <laughs> like with your parents? And I, it 
that just gave me shivers again mm -hmm. because immediately I remember that moment mm -hmm. because we were talking and you so you were so genuine at looking me in the eyes asking questions listening to everything I was saying mm -hmm. and that is hard to find in somebody first of all well your eyes girl I'm surprised not everybody <laughs> is like John the floor like oh my in gosh. rapturous attention <laughs> when you speak that's got to be a thing. Thank That's got to be normal. <laughs> but yes, no, I was very smitten by what you were saying. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But just finding somebody to listen like that and be so attentive and be interested. Mm. Yeah. And you just immediately came across as that type of person that is genuine enough to actually want to hear how somebody is doing mm. and not to judge somebody no. on how they're actually doing. No judges. And that goes back to a very quick statement of how, you know, when you had a really difficult day coming into the class and sharing your emotion, your raw emotion of exactly how you felt, mm -hmm. that to me was such a major eye opener to me. And I still think back to that day as a reminder. And basically your words were that you weren't going to apologize for sharing your emotions mm -hmm. because you want others to feel like they can share their emotions too. Mm -hmm. And it gave me chills because it it's mm. so true. Why do we apologize if we're upset? Mm -hmm. Why do we apologize if we're sharing emotion? Mm. Like, why is it seen as a weakness? You know what? I think like, part of it is that, that burden piece where I'm exactly. like, I don't want to burden others with my emotions. And me too. But absolutely, how twisted is it? Because if mm -hmm. somebody is vulnerable with me and mm -hmm. they trust me and honor me with their emotions, Absolutely. It's flattering. It's 100%. bonding. It's positive. Totally. It's not a burden at all. It's Absolutely. like, I am honored that you would trust me with this. Exactly. And so, you know, vice versa. Like, I... Yeah. Yeah. I just... It, it, it was really hard. And that was an emotional time for me. Totally. Um, like, I just was really missing Jack. And I had pulled over in a cornfield before oh class and just like cried. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm like, you know what? It's meditation class. You like, did it. We're, I'm going to, I, all I can do is be myself. Absolutely. And that's, isn't that what it's all about? Mm. Like growth and being able to share that growth with each other mm. and being able to like, if there's any place that you're going to do it, that should be yeah. a safe place to do so. Yeah. Right. Mm. And so I always, I admire you for that because you, not only have I believe have helped me grow as a person mm. even in the just I mean we have a whole lifetime hopefully together now yeah <laughs> yeah just in the last few months right just over the summer mm. and just inspiring mm. right with just your your mindset and your growth and your willingness to grow and push through mm. right determination to push through the hard days and still crush those goals so I just had to get to that point because Aww. that that was an eye-opening thing for me to see somebody else share and just mm. feel vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? I was so vulnerable, and yet, like, mm. you were so supportive. Heather oh. was so supportive. Mm -hmm. She basically just said that's a, that's a beautiful... <laughs> Tears can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And they really can be because it's such a raw emotion. Yeah. And they're a release of emotion. Yeah. Right? We should be able to cry. Yes. We should be able to release them. Oh my God, yes. Crying is so good. Absolutely. 
I so mean, I just want to yeah. say, like, mamas, <laughs> judgment-free zone. Absolutely. We cry in front of each other. Absolutely. We do not apologize. No. We have each other's backs. 100%. We have our own backs and we have each other's backs. 100%. That's how it is. And ever... I'm not even lying. Ever since that day, I catch myself now mm. where if I'm starting to get upset, immediately your my reaction mm. to myself is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I'm so sorry. But why is that our first instinct? Yeah. And so then I think back to you on that day. Mm. No word of a lie. And mm. I think back and I'm like, Jasmine's giving me strength right now. <laughs> right? Where if you feel safe enough to share the, your emotion with whoever you're with. Yeah they should be able to understand yeah right and they do have to be a safe person absolutely but i felt 100 with you and the meditation group absolutely you know 100 especially you <laughs> <laughs> and that's going back to the to the walk right is i just yeah. felt that with you is that you were so mm. genuine in what you were asking and so attentive and just had such a endearing loving personality right like you were you weren't asking me just for gossip gossip getting gossip out of me yeah right or like you actually generally cared and mm -hmm. I barely knew you at that point mm. right so for somebody to open up like that and to be willing to talk and mm -hmm. be willing to ask questions like that mm -hmm. literally gave me shivers at the time wow because I know it's, that. it's just how do you you picked up on things that people no wouldn't normally pick up. And like you mm -hmm. said, it takes one to know one. Mm -hmm. Right. I remember my, uh, a therapist I went to in university, she said, she described like my empathy, almost like two antenna that really grew long. Ooh. And she's like, you had to read the room in mm -hmm. order to survive. Right. Like you had to know what the mood was yes. to adapt and act accordingly. Yes. Like, are they angry today? Like, should I 100%. be hiding? Should I be whatever? Or what? Absolutely. And, like, you know, it wasn't always bad, <laughs> but my antenna yeah. came in, in handy. Right. Yes. And so when it came to you, I was picking up on your, like the way you were speaking. And I was like, okay, there's a story here mm. and holy crap. Like <laughs> not, you know, a lot of people either aren't fully honest with their stories and yes. they minimize or, yeah. you know, not to brag, but I've been through more than that. <laughs> they compare, right? They, they compare. Like, absolutely. And like, you know, the adverse childhood experiences, the ACE yeah. score is a good measurement of, yeah. right? And I score pretty high. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a rare person that I talk to who mm. would clear me out of the water like oh girl girl <laughs> I am your story is nothing short of heroics like I don't even understand how you are where you are like you're this fully developed like beautiful woman oh my gosh thank you inside and out healthy like you would <laughs> never know thank you so much and it's just it's that's the thing is that we should never compare right because you mm. never know what somebody else is actually going through mm. and you can be put on a front right mm. because even when you know when you're in a situation when you're younger and you're told just to you know you don't say anything because mm. that's when things will change 
right? You don't say anything because you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to bring attention. You don't want to, you don't want to see any harm. You don't want to see anything bad happen. You don't want to make it real. You don't want to make it real. You want to hide that in, in the dust, right? Mm-hmm. So you never say anything. You never speak up. Mm-hmm. You sit quiet and you just be happy, basically. <laughs> Is that what you did? Because that's what Absolutely. I tried to do. I 100%. was like toxic positive, like everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, that is 100%. almost easier than facing the reality that like, oh, I'm fucked for oh, the next totally. 18 years. I'm in, I'm in a prison sentence. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. 100%. So when did you even like wake up to that? Like when were you like, oh, things weren't peachy keen? Um, I would say grade mm-hmm. six mm-hmm. was a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then grade seven and eight to really start to wake up. And then mm-hmm. high school really started to open my eyes even more. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, is I, majority of it, like I knew things were wrong. Mm-hmm. There were multiple things which I knew were wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, other things I knew, I just thought were normal. Yeah. Right? Like I just thought that that's just the way it is, right? You don't know otherwise. And it's not really until you go into other people's homes or you see other people's mm. families and I don't know, it's just, and that's where it becomes so difficult. hundred percent. Because I'm still realizing things as I'm now 30, I'm oh looking back God, and I'm yeah. like, oh fuck, that was, <laughs> that, yeah. that was not right. Or things will click to me and I'm talking to my therapist or I'll talk to a friend about something yeah. and then it'll click in and I'll be like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was really not cool, right? Yeah. That was that was not okay. Yeah. And it clicks. So I think bits and pieces come to you at different points in your life, mm. and I think that that's all about acknowledgement and healing mm. as life goes on, right? And now that I'm old enough, now I <sighs> I can change things, right? I can I'm in charge of myself, so <laughs> You're your own mama, baby. I'm my own mama. <laughs> but so it then, is, yeah, it's a you know what? Question. Like, I... It's a tough question. I'm just, like, it's not a shock to me from hearing bits of your story to know that, like, your parents are in a home mm-hmm. with memory problems. Yeah, it's difficult. Because I truly sure. believe that, like, when you bury your head in the sand about Mm -hmm. the damage that you have done to yourself and others yeah especially like especially when we don't heal our wounding before kids absolutely it becomes almost impossible to face the consequences of our actions yeah because you see it on your little ones absolutely and like how could you even bear that absolutely right 100%. So then at a certain point, it's like, okay, this dysfunction is permanent. Like, this is just how this person chooses to be. Yeah. So, like, the fact that both of them are are suffering from dementia Mm. and, like, in a home. Absolutely. It kind of aligns with the childhood that they gave their kids. 100%. They didn't take care of themselves the way that they should have. They refused help when they shouldn't have refused help. Mm. And honestly, now that I'm older especially, Mm. um, and this has always definitely been an emotion that I have towards them, is sadness. Because they were not capable Mm. to provide us with what they needed to provide us with. Mm. And I realize that now, and I accept that as an adult, is Mm. that they just were not capable 
because there is no way that certain aspects would be happening if they were capable. Wow. They were just not capable. And their trauma led them mm. to a lot of trauma of their own. Mm. I don't think I said that right. No, you know what? <laughs> it, it totally. It just, it, you know, it perpetuates. Yeah, exactly. It snowballed mm. and they never got the help that they needed on both of their parts mm. to heal the wounds that were incredibly deep that only mm. I'm learning about now. Mm. Right. Because I'm like, why, why is a person like this? Mm right okay they're acting one way so my mom hoards right mm. growing up she hoarded absolutely everything mm. and i'm talking everything right if there was a butterfly on a box she loves butterflies mm. butterfly on a box she's keeping it febreze bottle if it's empty has a butterfly on it she'll keep it mm. right just these things because they mean something to her mm. right to me growing up i'd be so um almost frustrated right because I'd be mm -hmm. like why or another part of me thought it was normal <laughs> mm -hmm. right I would come home from a theme park and I would save the bag of chips that I ate that day because that's my souvenir uh -huh. because I was like happy when I ate that bag of chips at a theme park and I'm gonna post it on my wall <laughs> you know like that's what I just thought was normal <laughs> and then I went shopping and I have this bag from the shopping mall so I posted on my wall like a poster yeah Right? Wow. Because I thought that that was normal. You keep things, you keep material things because it makes you happy. Right? I I don't know whether to laugh or cry at that. <laughs> and it's, it's one of these things, right? Wow. But then as you get a little bit older, I went through a phase of being really frustrated mm. because it started to impose on my, on my space. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my space, mm. right? And then I got frustrated with that part. And mm -hmm. I was like, why? Mm-hmm why have this mm -hmm. right i would help try to organize help try to clean mm -hmm. but then it would it wouldn't matter no right mm -hmm. at the end of the day right because i not saying i wanted to but mm -hmm. i i couldn't change those behaviors like it i don't want to change her for who she is but at the same time i want to help her mm -hmm. right change certain behaviors and you want to so, live like more peacefully absolutely because your outer world reflects your inner world, right? Absolutely. So when stuff is spewing everywhere and you don't have your peace, you don't have order. It's chaotic. It's chaotic. And your it affects your mental state a lot. Like a when lot. I read the Marie Kondo, the life changing magic of tidying up. Yeah. It's spot on. One hundred percent. And when I downsized 100%. from the house to the trailer and mm. I got rid of so much, I felt physically yeah. lighter. 100%. Like I had just lost 10 pounds. Absolutely. And it just, it is like, and this is why we like clean spaces now. Yes. Right? Because <laughs> it's in our control. 100%. And it, it like, is just a self-care thing that takes care of our mind. Yes. In a way. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Like we're totally on the same page with that. 100%. And we both were like trying to clean up our parents' messes. Absolutely. You know. Ugh. 100%. Yeah. And it, it got out of control more than once that I can remember mm. you know like I I remember a room in our house it was my bedroom mm. <laughs> the roof caved in literally had insulation wow. coming down through the roof like the whole drywall ceiling and everything From caved what? in. Uh, there was a hole in the roof on the top and oh. it didn't get repaired because my grandpa was supposed to repair it he didn't <laughs> he lived downstairs oh. uh, it was like a fourplex right so we lived upstairs my grandparents downstairs and then there was a renter in the back and uh, we just shut the door. 
So where did you sleep? A couch, back room, living room, playroom with my sister. <laughs> wow. That was it. And it stayed like that until we moved out. Oh my God. And things like oh that. Oh my God. Just like, at the time I was just like, okay, yeah, shut the door. <laughs> That's how you deal with it. Right? Wow. Behind a shut door. And it's just like... And, the, like, the, the aftermath of that is, like, first of all, mm-hmm, for somebody to allow you to be in a shelter that's not safe mm-hmm. and not your own mm-hmm. and not do anything about it mm-hmm. is so, like, I'm... I it's don't even so know how bad. I feel. Like I'm I'm like angry, but I'm just like shocked too. It's like how can you not want step to do up to that? Exactly. And you have this compassionate view where you're like, they weren't capable. They weren't capable. Because why why would they do that? Like why in my view now, growing up and I'm asking questions, right? And it's unfortunate that I can't add, I don't feel like I can ask them too many questions about yeah, the past they now. They don't understand. They don't understand and they won't have the answers that I'm looking for. Mm. I, w- I can't find peace in that way, to be yeah. honest. So I ask... Give yourself closure. Siblings, I ask. Yeah, exactly. And you know, my grandpa was supposed to be taking care of the house. And mm. my grandpa, bless his heart, he was my absolute best friend growing up. Really? I was his shadow. Really? His shadow. Right. If I need my bike tire pumped up, I'm going to grandpa's. <laughs> if I need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm going to my grandparents. You know, mm. it's like I sat on their couch and watched Arthur <laughs> every single day after school. Aww. That was my safe haven. Mm. You know, coming home from school, I would go right to my grandparents. Right. So my grandpa was like a star. And yet he didn't fix it. He took the money to fix it. What? But he didn't fix it. What? So he would, you know, come to the landlord and say, oh, I'll take care of X, Y, Z. And apparently, and this is all hearsay, right? I don't know what's the actual truth now, but he would take, you know, money and he would take on the ownership to go fix something. Like our sink broke, right? So we had a bucket that was underneath the bathroom sink. The Mm -hmm. shower didn't have a ceiling over it and that was supposed to be fixed. All these different things, right? So he was supposed to fix it, but then it never got fixed. So oh. I think it was a weird dynamic. And the landlord like thought it was fixed. Thought it was getting fixed. So I think oh. now as an adult, I feel like there was a weird dynamic. Yeah. Not only were my parents maybe not capable to provide certain aspects, but then also um, there was definitely mental health there. playing a major factor, Mm -hmm. especially from both sides, especially from my mom's side. Mm -hmm. Definitely mental health um, struggles and that weren't addressed and she wasn't getting help, right? And it was taboo to talk about. You just don't talk Mm -hmm. about it, Mm -hmm. right? It was my dad, I'm taking care of it, Mm -hmm. right? I got this, I'm taking care of it. My dad's so (sighs) exhausted because he works incredibly hard, Hmm. right? He's always hardworking. Stonemason. That's where you get it. in the sun. <laughs> wow. Works morning till night, right? To try and provide. Wow. Um, so very, very hardworking. But he had... He's like a, a dog with a really loud bark and no bite. Um, right? Would never touch you, never physically hurt you. But... Um, I was I was afraid mm. majority of the time, mm. right? Because if he said something, I was listening, <laughs> right? Right, with all ears. So I think, with all that being said, all the dynamics, I feel like um, 
at my mom's parents living downstairs, you know, do you rat out your dad (laughs) for then, like, not fixing something? Is he going to fix it? Is he saying he's going to? Do they not have money? frustration grows then you become more angry and it comes out verbally right so all these different things it just stacks and then what do you do they probably don't like it Mm. they don't like the situation that's going on Mm. but what do they do they're in a rock and a hard place at that time and they don't they're not capable of knowing to pull other resources so then you're left with it right because there's like what do you do well I can think of multiple things that we should have done (laughs) yeah right and now looking back maybe the resources weren't available maybe there was something else they just didn't they didn't give priority priorities and they didn't um they made really poor choices Mm. really poor choices Mm -hmm. and these choices that they were making um some of them were pretty horrendous right Mm. and it's just like me as a parent mm-hmm. <laughs> if, I, if I, and I'm not a parent but me thinking even without being a parent mm-hmm. it's easy for me to say but I would be like wow I would not make that choice <laughs> that they made right or like you wouldn't make that a priority over um, oh girl the chip oh the my chips, gosh that says it all to me I'm like <laughs> oh my god I'm picturing a tiny little Doritos bag with a pin like in the wall I'm like I'm like I don't know if I still have a picture. I think I have like a a hard photo of what my room looked like, but I would save, yeah, shopping bags, a Dorito chip bag from like Canada's Wonderland if I would go oh. and just be like, this is happy. And you know? like Whitney. Because that's where your mind oh. just like attaches. Yes. You're just like, oh, this is normal. Oh my God. And you're, you're so cute. <laughs> like you have these big eyes and this big mouth. You'd be this adorable little Whitney. Oh. With your little chip bag, and it breaks my fucking heart. Like, oh, I need to punch people in the face for what they put you through. This is why it boggles my mind where you come from because you see it so clearly, Hmm. and you look at your your childhood situation, and you're like, never in a million years would I be Hmm. this mother, and not in a uh, like a pendulum swing. Well, I'm gonna do the absolute opposite. Like, I'm gonna be a neat freak, and my kids are never gonna have anything out of. Like oh yeah, it's just you've <laughs> transcended your Never wounding, go. and it's like, you, you, I mean you, I don't know what your healing journey looked like to come out mm. loving, because that is the answer to wounding. Thank you, love. Yeah, you know what I love about you, that's resonating right now, mm. is you, like I've always said, are like the strongest person I know oh for what gosh. you come from you are like have you read Thank any you, memoirs lovely. like the glass castles or like <gasps> glass Castle? it's you is very close yes! to certain life aspects of mine yes <laughs> okay and you're like is fully functioning mm. human but you're you're so strong you're so hardworking. you're so kind and Thank you you can literally face life and pretty much no matter what your situation is, you can say, I've been through worse, so I can do this. Thank you. Right? It's important. It's a good reminder to yourself, though, right? Is yeah. you are capable of doing hard things. Yeah. Right? Great podcast, by the way. You we can, can do hard things. Do exactly. Glenn Doyle. Oh. <laughs> had, to, had to just put that in there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that, it's so true. It's so true. If you just set your mind to it, you can you can absolutely do it. And it's only as big as you make it majority of the time, right? And I think that that's where minimizing comes in. 
because if you minimize things, it becomes easier to digest, easier to manage, easier to put into little boxes and store away, mm-hmm. right? And only come to you when you need it. Mm. I just keep thinking with this idea of what you've been through and what you are capable of facing. Like, we don't have to get into this, but you have like a hardship coming up that you are just like almost fearless. Like, I don't, I'm sure there's highs and lows and you're internalizing processes, but like you chose the truth and... Mm-hmm. It's crazy, like, what you can face. Chin up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like sometimes you just have to. And sometimes it just feels like the right thing to do at the right time to help somebody else oh. drastically. Oh, my God. You're going to make right? me cry. <laughs> you're going to make me cry because what you're going through is literally saving little girls you know vulnerable people vulnerable people right and sometimes you just have to speak up and at first not speaking up against what was going on mm-hmm. because i thought it was pro- protecting right mm-hmm. i felt like if the if it didn't come out if nobody else knew mm-hmm. then it could be my little thing that i mm-hmm. can take the the hardship for mm-hmm. i can get over it mm-hmm. i know that i can you're resilient Yes. You can handle it. And I know this is fucking hard, right? And it's eating me alive inside. Yeah. But then it's only affecting me. Yeah. If I bring it up to somebody Mm -hmm. else, then it's affecting others, right? You know, when this trial goes on, I have the control to protect myself. Wow. And others. As soon as you found out you weren't the only (laughs) victim, that's when the action came in. Exactly. The thing is, is things that become hidden like that then gives it makes other people feel like they have to stay hiding Mm. right so as soon as my you know sister opened up to me and gave me strength Mm. sharing with me what Mm -hmm. was going on immediately Mm. immediately during that phone call i said i have i have to share with you now Mm. i have to share with you what what happened right because she gave me enough strength to then be like here's the truth fuck here here we go right like we're in it together sis we got this right but we like we have to take some fucking action right and don't get me wrong as soon as it started this ball started to roll it was terrifying because you got to think of the consequences after what's going to happen what's going to happen to them what's going to happen to you know my niece what's going to happen like where's this leading right yeah once once it's out you can't take it back so what happens but at the end of the day things have to change they can't they can't continue the way that they were going because he's not getting the help that he requires and in the process he's severely hurting others yeah right yeah damaging right and absolutely he needs to get help for the sake of people in my life Wow. <laughs> right? And I wow. wish I wish him well, and I wish him well, like, way the fuck over there. Wow. Right. You have, this is part of your fire, just that action, that change, mm. that power, that force. <laughs> Thank you. You can tap into a fearlessness, you know, and a courage. Thank you. 
It's not always fearless. Thank you. It's like facing your fear and overcoming it still. You definitely have to. I think where this is concerned, I feel like because I absolutely know my truth Mm -hmm. in this situation Mm -hmm. and I have um, things to back myself up Mm -hmm. where if I need a reminder, Mm -hmm. I can, you know, dig into that Mm -hmm. (laughs) little suitcase, right, that I have. Yeah. Um, Because sometimes when you go through hard things, your mind automatically, you convince yourself, right? Oh, it's not that bad. Yes. Oh, Oh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't actually a big deal. Like, it's fine. Yeah. You, you black it out. Yeah. Because you, that is a mechanism, a survival mechanism that you, that you give yourself, right? It's it's, you're trying to self-protect. Absolutely. Delusion is easier than a horrifying reality. Totally. Depending. But that affects others. 100%. Delusion, like ignorance is only bliss for that person. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be broken through, but not Mm -hmm. everybody has the strength to do that. Exactly. So it'll be, it'll be fucking hard. Oh my God. And, it's and I'm here be. for you. Thank you. I'm only a WhatsApp away. Thank you. And Lovely. I'll be back Thank in you. December and absolutely we can, we can talk about it then. Totally. If you're willing to share, you've got a lot to offer. Yeah. It's a matter of, um, legalities. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's a matter of like where to start. <laughs> But thank God you are your own mama now and you are a boss. 100%. Like, oh my God, segue. One fucking hundred percent. How are you (laughs) your own mama now? Like, how does that relate to you now? I'm in charge and I can remind my inner self that she's safe. Oh my God. And, you know multiple things that come up in life so December being a prime example right I can be my own mama to protect that person because I love that person and my internal self I can stand up and be my own mama to protect myself right you have the ability to do that and why shun that out why why sit back and just say it's okay it's it's not a big deal why minimize what is actually going on when you can actually do something about it to make it better better in the sense of justice right and protecting other people in the future (laughs) you know and I think that's a that's a big way that I feel like I can be my own mama now is just standing up for yourself and therefore others absolutely you are a fucking force and advocate there's candlelight (laughs) on you right now and it's just like fire (laughs) like you're glowing thank you and like you thank you i mean you're kick-ass girl thank you and i'm i'm totally with you behind you 100 percent Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you've I been so there for me. You. Like, fuck. <laughs> Cash in your chips, girl. Oh, <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> I'm here. Thank you, lovely. So, and I'll always be here for you. Always, always, always. We'll always be together <gasps> in this universe, some way, some form. Oh my God. Have each other. Okay, we have both had like watery eyes like multiple times this podcast. I don't know Seriously. how we haven't cried. I, my nose is like keep running. <laughs> I, I should have bought the Kleenex. I didn't think it would be this like, wow. 
Oh my gosh. Um, but that was literally perfect. Those were the three questions I wanted to ask you. Our story, you. your story, <laughs> and how you're your own mama. Thank you, lovely. And it's just Thank come you. full circle. And also, always in our conversations, I feel like I'm the talker. <laughs> <laughs> but we finally got like you. Your power, your strength, your voice. What a beautiful send-off. Oh my gosh. You've encouraged me this whole time for Texas, and now it's your journey, too. We both got journeys up ahead, We've got journeys. We have pretty crazy journeys coming up. And coming up in December, I cannot wait to just be like, holy shit, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) This is why we're going to be reunited. Exactly. Oh my god. I literally just got chills thinking about it, where I was like, we're going to be sitting there, and we're going to be sipping our kombucha. Oh my god. we're going to be like, holy fuck, girl. And we're going to be like, holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) So stay tuned, mamas. We got a juicy one for you. (laughs) Yeah. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Back at it. Reunited. My soul friend. My first soul friend forever. Like... Forever. Oh my god. A number five connection. podcast five. Number five. Going out. Absolutely. My own mama. Yeah. Like and I love that I have this recording of us because it's incredibly special. You are just <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> thank you. And thank oh, you guys. Thank you all for listening. For listening to <laughs> us. Our one listener. And then yeah. fast forward 10 years, it's like a lot. Yes, exactly. But we started from the bottom, baby. Absolutely. We're honest. Yes. Unfiltered. 100%. We have love to give. Yes. That is the point. Absolutely. We are our own mamas. We are. And just like you said, mm-hmm. that protects others. Yes. That helps others. Yes. And that is the point. As our own mamas, we have to advocate for ourselves when others wouldn't advocate for us. So we have to do it for ourselves. (laughs) I love it. Because now we can. Yes. Now we have the voice too. Yes. And the strength. And And the the resilience. Courage. Absolutely. Like, look what you have been through. Look what you've been through, girl. Look what we have been through. (laughs) And then I feel so weak and helpless and, like, fucked. But no, like... We have done hard things. We can Absolutely do hard things. We have. Totally. And we're we're on mamas now, so we, we are. Can, we can take care of ourselves and we can take care of other people. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you, my love. Thank you for this conversation. I am honored to thank be here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> my longest podcast. Ooh. And you know, if any of this resonated, we are glad. We are here for you. We yes. love you, mamas. Yes, we love you. Any last words? And just be yourself. Find what makes you happy. Yes. And make space for magic to happen. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> this girl. (gasps) Until next time, mamas. Take care.